developed, created, and owned by James Pro Artistry Productions. Hyperceptive readers, this is a thinking ability special, a page that will video that will be made and posted sometime today. And what the topic has to do with is something that you know was sent to me, um, and I watched the whole subject that is on the Bible and the topic that really deals with one of the sins, major sins, if you want to call it, that actually gets you expelled from the Christian congregation. Now, I'm not going to mention it yet. Here is why, because I want to give you a background on something I've talked about before. Um, I've talked about persons, especially when they're young children at times, they may have some type of um, eccentric ways about themselves. Uh, they may view uh, life in a certain way. Yes, view life even to a certain point where sometimes people around them will even say that person is touched. <laughs> See, sometimes they'll say touched as meaning that the person is kind of crazy. Sometimes they have to say touch because, you know, they were touched by the spirit of God. You see, I'm just talking about, you know, certain cultures. This is the way they say what they just said. No, the person, something's different with this person. And it's even more on a spiritual level. Now, I went on to also explain to you that as those persons grow up at times, what do they come to a conclusion on? Well, from sometimes uh, from bullying to also being beaten to almost to the point of near death, some of them may have died more than once in the sense that still, if it wasn't for God's protection and they know this, they wouldn't be on this earth today. And so they also come to realize that once again, uh, they may not view people in a certain way that they say everybody in general view people. In other words, they may not even deal with jealousy. They may not even understand envy because they don't jealous or envy anybody themselves. There are people like that. And this is not to talk against the way that God's words say there is a tendency to envy, you see, and, and perfect men today, basically, and perfect people today. And yet you can really see the person's that Jehovah God loves throughout the centuries, when you read about their lives and stuff, man, even though, like I said, it has a wide range of personalities and even shows certain persons that he loved that you can tell, uh, they still even dealt with the fear of man at times. But a common denominator that they still had in them, that it was a love of God in such a level that you just didn't see them battling too much would be envious of others because they were more along the line of willing to help others. But that's just a sad thought on a lot of the persons that you read about. You see a lot of the men and women notice their personalities and things of that nature. So uh, with that being said, though, I told you in this age that we live in, since it's been a long break, if you will, from hearing the word of God 
in that way uh, that, number once Jesus went back up to heaven and then the rest of the apostles during that first century Christians, uh, what happened? Paul was already saying, God has now given us everything we need in knowledge, the ransom sacrifice and stuff to be pleasing to God, to know him. He's even given us how to help persons and the extent of our authority to make sure that we don't cross over again into his area of judgments. You see, into his area of judgments, especially on the world scene. Now, with that being um, said, we're down to this day. Okay, we're down to this day. And, you know, for many, as I told you, they grew up, they've seen things. Uh, they've went to school, uh, some of them, some didn't. Uh, they've gotten higher education. They've studied all types of knowledge, all knowledge, the deep things of God and the deep things of his enemy, the devil, as well. And some of them came to the conclusion, I told you at a young age, boy, if I don't adjust or change something, see, with all the knowledge they had at that time, then I really won't be on this earth long. And it even makes you think about uh, why Jesus said what he mentioned, uh, you know, of his disciples uh, in that prayer, I think it was in John chapter 17, or I think it's in that area, where he was praying. He said, Father, watch over them because the world will hate them. And the thing about it is he was telling them to watch over them because, you know, don't let them be part of the world. But the whole point is, he says something about, oh, you will really have to take them out of the world. And so the whole, you know, situation is, you know, people can say, what does light have with darkness and make it seem like you can't talk to anybody who's not of your faith. And yet, okay, every day people have to go to work. Who are they talking to? Who are they dealing with? They're dealing with some persons who may be the devil themselves. Now, aren't they? So that's why you have to still keep in mind spiritually the way that you do certain things and, and things in nature. And that's why, you know, I talked about even when it came to make a living, you can use all your skills that you have from your physical to your mental to make a living, you see. And sometimes there is, uh, well, I won't go into it on this one, but all the same, this is what persons and Christians have had to do. Just like you can have a Christian who just loves making you know, uh, wonderful furniture or what have you. But then they may once again go to a town where you have another person, maybe an agent of darkness, that ends up saying, I don't want that person being able to make furniture or what have you. So then the, the skill that that person really has, you know, they're not able to do it. So then they may find something else that deals totally with an intellectual uh, type of creation to help others, whether it's mentorship, uh, whether it's creating art or, or what have you. You see what I'm talking about? They adjust with what they have or what they have, and they do the best that they can. Now, with all that being said, spiritually speaking, 
See, some of these persons, they really did have a desire to serve God because once again, they learned from a young age, (laughs) God was the only one that understood him in the first place. And yet, see, remember with all that gathering of knowledge, though they may be highly intelligent intelligent, um, in their uh, academic way and spiritual way, it doesn't mean that there was um, some mistakes or misunderstandings here and there. And the reason why it didn't matter as much then is because they knew enough that where is nowhere I can really go anyway, so I might as well do the best that I can, you see? And that's what happens to some persons. I'm sharing all this again with you because I I once told you about, you know, um, one man who really admired the way this other man could have a disagreement or people have a disagreement with him (laughs) or what have you. And sometimes he wouldn't even address the matter at that time that somebody could really just be messing up, messing up with him or what have you. Uh, And he may wait. Okay. Uh, There's something remind me. My father used to do the same thing uh, sometimes. I'll tell you about the story on that later. But the whole point is what he would later do sometimes, though, is when he did address the person or what have you, you really got the sense that it was sincere, uh, that it was because the person loved that person and wanted the best for them. No ulterior motive. And I told you, and the person that uh, that looked at this or analyzed this, you know, the way that this person felt like <laughs> that person is a jerk or what have you. You know what? The devil can think or what, you know, and, and a lot worse sometimes. And so the person actually did pray, help me to understand. How can you have an enemy like that? And now, because the person was saying, look, I'm doing good just doing what's right. I'm not going upside this person's head, you see. And yet the person wanted to understand, how can you love your enemy like that? I mean, even with affection, because you heard me even talk about sometimes about, hey, you can you can do what's right or I can do what's right. But don't be expecting no affection with this stuff because that's pretty messed up. But still, I just want to share this with you. All the same, um, what God still did over the years, and it doesn't mean that it applies to everybody because it doesn't, but at the, but all the same, there have been persons, as the person got older and matured, that yes, some of these persons hurt this man to his very core, to his very core. And yet, because of the deep love and affection that he just had for the the person. See, the man was so hurt. You see, you can be so hurt, you can't even speak. Mm -hmm. And so the person just left it in God's hands. But see, with all that being said now, you know, there are some persons who really looked 
that their parents in different situations or what have you, especially when they get older, and they do understand why they did the things that they did, uh, made the decisions that they made at times and stuff like that. So I'm here to tell you today that this, you know, video that I end up seeing, you know, it was um, showing excerpts of questions that were asked a different spiritual leaders. And the thing about it is, remember I told you before that, oh, thanks to Jehovah God, that I have continued to even receive, you know, at a young age, <laughs> at least the understanding in God's word, the Holy Bible, that answered the questions, you know, that the persons was asking. And yet, remember, I told you the mindset that has affected uh, certain uh, persons, even spiritual leaders is, you know, because of what they've known up until this point, some of them is like, hey, look, I got to deal with what I got to deal with, even if I got to shake hands with the devil. You see, and I'm just using it as a joke, even though in some cases, if you saw this one painting that was, or was it in the 1800s, 1700, 1600, maybe it was 13, see, I don't even know now, I'm a, and I don't even feel like looking up, you can look it up. But there's actually been paintings sometimes uh, that show the even priests you know, signing contracts with the devil, you see. And so I don't know, middle age is around about that area. Um, and so some persons think that that was uh, maybe their way of parodying, um, you know, what some of the uh, uh, priests were like even way back then. Uh, but there's more, you know, truth to that <laughs> than fiction, but we won't go into that right now. But what I just want to share with you is this. You see, for some persons, understanding the love of God for all people, all people, even the spiritual leaders who just been fighting to do the best that they can as well. Remember, it says in first or second Peter, God desires none to be destroyed, but all to be saved. And see, and that's the whole point where I say, I don't know where sometimes these persons want to be on this hangup of just already judging persons. Persons don't even know that they're being judged and, and things of that nature when it's like uh, that same person uh, that, that you're judging will uh, be once again some of the same persons that may be judging you from heaven, you see. But that's a different subject all this all, all together again. So the whole thing is this, you know, these persons at the same time, some, yeah, some of them ain't none but straight up agents of the devil, yes, but I tell you what, not all of them are, not all of them are, and some of them once again been fighting tooth and nail to do the best that they can to juggle matters because already I'm here to tell you today, they totally still feel like they're by themselves. They're alone with no matter what. And so if they make mistakes, sometimes <laughs> I say mistakes or even sometimes purposely because of fear of man, uh, you know, eventually all of that will be shown because they'll continue to be having an opportunity to even adjust 
their teachings and views. You know, that's one of the reasons why I've appreciated one organization uh, over the years, especially, like I said, the uh, um, if you go to the Why Do We Ask page, it's page number zero on the James Poirier Productions website. Uh, you will see me. I have even, I think, a couple of references or links to books from this one organization that you see, once again, has a lot of, of facts and things of that nature about God's word, the Bible. But you see, one of the things that I appreciated is it was a lot of persons in times past, you know, even that organization's uh, sages that sometimes when they realize, oh, my goodness, maybe I just wasn't thinking right about that, even as a group or whatever, uh, they'd be the first to to say, oh, you know, (laughs) uh, we thought it was like this, but it's not. (laughs) You see, and it was happening, it seemed like within every 10 years, (laughs) you see, of this or that. Um, And so the point is, if groups can make mistakes sometimes and group think tanks and stuff, it's the same thing that can happen for some of these uh, individual spiritual leaders. And yes, I know I've gotten mad at uh, um, some of them. I, I know I have. You know I have over the years. I call them hypocrites and everything else. But see, the point is, realizing still, you know, after even uh, praying for forgiveness different <laughs> times, that God still is the one that has the authority to go the, the step further on certain things. Certain things that is not within my authority to do, no matter whether people say I have that authority or not. You see, um, because I told you, sometimes people make you think you got more authority than what you have. And the whole point is, even if certain authority is given to this person or that person to do that, the point, it doesn't mean you have to exercise it in this or that way because you know God is the one who judges on that level and God will make it once again um, obvious and clear um, in his time frame or what have you, what to do. You don't even have to jump the gun on it. All you can do is continue to bring out the accuracy of what the scriptures say about the matter. And so with all that being said, uh, to answer the question, in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, it still explains what God will allow um, for, in order for persons to, you see, stay dedicated inside the Christian congregation. And if they don't want to abide by that, then God says, no, until they at least clean up their life in this way, they, they, they cannot dedicate their life to me. The same way there were requirements, you know, for priests and things of that nature, it, it's the same thing. It, same thing, that's always used example of fraternities. There's different requirements for each fraternity. So God has the same thing. And the point is, you, you know, you have some fraternities that I got to make a joke that when they go into their mode and I forgot what it was called or what have you, where they're just doing certain things together, it's like, man, you couldn't speak to one at all when they're in their um, showing and in, in their stomping and their, you, you know, other rituals that they go through. It's like they might not talk to you, you know, any one of them that's in their fret that night. 
um, initiations or what have you, because you're not part of it. And, and yet you can see that same person or same group the next day in another place, uh, lunch or what have you, and you may have the best conversation of your life with one of them. So it's just a term for everything. Okay. Uh, the same thing with certain requirements, you see. And that's why I mentioned all that. A person shouldn't feel left out when other people just have their own little family setting or what have you. And remember, there's a difference between family setting, uh, fraternity or whatever, and straight up discrimination. You see what I'm saying? There, there's requirements to be part of a team, but then their discrimination deals with when you know this is just a public service or humane way of treating an individual, and yet they don't even receive that because of their color, background, philosophy, or thinking. You understand? So thank you uh, once again. Have a wonderful day, Perceptive Readers. You have just listened to the Perceptive Readers podcast. Remember, until next time, if you read something that encourages you to improve or enhance your life for the better, it becomes your reality.